Thanks for joining us for The Whole Spectrum. I'm Katherine Parks, and I'm here with my husband, Eric, to talk about what it means, in the words of Francis Schaeffer, for the lordship of Christ to permeate the whole spectrum of life. And for us, our view of art in particular. We love to discuss the films we see from a Christian perspective, so we invite you to join us as we cover the whole spectrum of the movie world, from classics to independent films to blockbusters. Welcome to a special Christmas edition of The Whole Spectrum. I'm Katherine Parks here with my husband Eric, and we are talking about our top five Christmas movies of all time. Hey! So we've secretly compiled our own list, and we are going to go at it and argue for top billing on the Parks Family Christmas list. I'm pretty sure that we will have some overlap on our list, but maybe um, not completely. So, first of all, I don't argue. I'm non-confrontational. So, <laughs> I will state my opinion and it will be right and you will just have to deal with it. Uh, so, there you go. I love I you. I just want to know if JTT Jonathan Taylor Thomas makes an appearance on your Christmas list <laughs> as he should for any child of the 90s or maybe wow. that's just girls who no, grew up you in the are 90s. the worst, but I really do love you. So, <laughs> let's leave it at that. All right. So, your number five. My number five is, and if you have, I think it's TNT every year around New Year, oh, no. <laughs> Christmas Eve, it is a Christmas story. Everyone's favorite, Ralphie, the BB gun, his little brother, I can't remember that kid's name, but when he has to eat his mashed potatoes like a pig, that is brilliant. Filmmaking, acting, screenwriting, quite frankly, everything. That scene, that movie is... It's tremendous. I don't know what else to say. I'm a, I like Christmas, though. <laughs> wow, that was a notable exclusion from my list. Purposeful <laughs> exclusion. I am not a fan, and I think the fact that it plays for 24 hours um, is, is complete overkill. It never Christmas. gets old, I think, is the reason it plays so much, because people love it. I think that the rights to it are so cheap that no one actually wants to see it. That's my opinion. I think your favorite movie is Scrooge (laughs) or character, whatever. Okay, my number five is Elf. Um, It's kind of an instant classic to me. I think watching Christmas movies with my kids is so fun. This is one that they can see and enjoy. And, uh, you know, every time we get on an escalator, they reference that scene when Will Ferrell is doing the splits, trying to get on the escalator. But I would say that's probably the most often quoted Christmas movie in our home, so I'm a big fan. There's the line where he's leaving his home in the North Pole and has mm-hmm. to go to New York, and I don't, I don't, it's just stupid, I don't know why I'm even laughing, but he says, or oh, Mr. Narwhal, <laughs> <laughs> the whale with the unicorn thing, pops it's out of the water. An oh, no, sure, narwhal. <laughs> He's, uh, so Buddy is is walking along, and Mr. Narwhal comes up out of the water and says, but, Oh, yeah, he says, Goodbye, Buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> and he just says, Goodbye, Mr. Narwhal. Like it's the most, it, like it happens all the time. I just, yeah, I don't know. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> okay. And uh, P.S., so I'm a big film nerd, and I like all the pretentious stuff, and I'm, as film snob, but when it comes to Christmas movies, 
for whatever reason, I really let down my guard, and I don't mind watching crap at Christmas time if it's all in the <laughs> in the spirit of fun and holiday cheer. So you know, hence number five Christmas story. My number four is Elf. <gasps> nice. So so there's some overlap there. Okay, so we've covered that. But and I could watch the first twenty minutes over and over and over again. There's so many jokes in there, but then especially when. Elf is entering New York City and eating bubble gum off of the, the underside of railing or finding the world's best cup of coffee or spinning around in the, the door revolver thing and then barfing. So many classic moments there. I just, I just really <laughs> like it. You're such a classic guy. Thank you. Well, and we're also big Bob Newhart fans, so that's yes, another sure. draw to the film for us. Um, for fun, we, we watch reruns of Newhart, so we're also... 87 years old. old. <laughs> We're old souls. I guess we do like uh, Newhart, so, yeah, take right. that, <laughs> hipsters. So, in a less um, comedic vein, my number four is the French film Joya Noël from 10 years ago. Nice. Which, as you well know, tells the story of um, an unofficial Christmas truce in December of 1914, when soldiers from opposing sides of the First World War come together and um, kind of call a ceasefire to enjoy Christmas together. And you see how that plays out in uh, kind of the, the days after Christmas. So I think that's a particularly poignant and um, really a beautiful film, uh, kind of a little bit more serious for Christmas. Yes, I I feel bad thinking that only Die Hard should be on everyone's top of the list <laughs> as the best Christmas movie ever, but I really respect your number, what was that, four? That was number four. I really respect your number four, and it's French, so you win points with me. Well, it's French and also German and English. Yeah. Scottish? <laughs> Scottish is English. Okay, maybe we need to revisit this one. <laughs> anyway, so I really like that film as well. Uh, my number three is Home Alone. Nice, that's my number three also. Okay. <laughs> I can't whistle and laugh. Yes, that is a fantastic movie. Uh, super quotable. We've all seen it a hundred times. But the part where Harry and Marv are struggling to get the kid, Kevin, and Kevin puts the tarantula on poor Marv's face, and the music swells and he screams... I've never heard a man scream like that, and it's the most pleasurable, <laughs> awful, terrible thing, but it, gosh, it really gets me every time. And we showed our kids the movie for the first time this year, and they just laughed and laughed and laughed. So watching it kind of through, after seeing it for 25 years, and then watching it again through a kid's eyes made it even more enjoyable this Christmas for me. Yeah, I agree. And lying by my five-year-old son when Kevin and his mother are reunited at the end, and and sweet little Micah reaches and grabs my hand and hugs me because he's kind of overwhelmed with joy, and so am I. It's just like the most touching moment from Home Alone. Who knew? Yes, and Catherine may be a little teary-eyed right now, <laughs> though you can't see it. So what, Catherine, is your number... What are we on? We're number two. What's your number two? Well, I guarantee this is not on your list. Because I don't know that you've ever actually watched it, which is a travesty. Hey, but my number two is obviously The Muppet Christmas Carol. That sounds like a big number two to me. <laughs> if you catch my drift. You can't say things like that. <laughs> so it's the classic 
Christmas Carol story, but a little bit less freaky, although it's a little intense at parts. Michael Caine is great as Scrooge. The music is really fun and um, really joyful at certain parts. I watched it for the first time with my kids this year, and they really enjoyed it. Rizzo, the rat, you just can't do the Christmas Carol without singing rats, I feel like. Singing rats. Yeah, so that's got to be up there. So and that was shame your, on you for not having it on your list. I'm I'm very I'm shamed. So that's your number two. <laughs> that's number two. Okay, so we're gonna have to wait around and go to a commercial break before our number one. Stick around. Wait, you haven't done your number two. Oh, sure. My number two is "It's a Wonderful Life," classic. Uh, I I think it was the first time. So I'd seen it growing up, but when I got in college. So by then, I'm 18, 19, 20, somewhere around there. I watched it kind of for the first time with grown-up eyes. I remember kind of weeping like a little baby through so much of it. I think that's the first time I understood it, uh, the value of each life. And it's, man, it was beautiful. Um, I think since then, I've grown just a tiny bit more cynical with its moralistic message. But I'm, I'm just going to leave it there with the cynicism. Overall, it's, it's just such a great movie. Yeah, so that's a classic. It's number two for me. Well, that's my number one. And I know about the cynicism. I'm a pretty cynical soul myself. Mm. But that was the Christmas movie for me growing up. My dad is a big Frank Capra fan, so we grew up on all the Capra classics. And this was just kind of like the epitome of our Christmas celebration as a family was watching this film together. So I think what happens with so many of these Christmas movies is that our memories of them are wrapped up in kind of the nostalgia of being kids or seeing them with our family. And um, and maybe that's why you get away with some of the cheesier elements because uh, they're, the nostalgia is there for, for those films. So that's it. That's my number one. And what is your number one? That's a good one. My number one is from 1940, The Shop Around the Corner. Good. Also with Jimmy Stewart. And I don't know that a ton of people have seen it. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, the quick synopsis on IMDb is two employees at a gift shop can barely stand one another without realizing that they're falling in love through the post as each other's anonymous pen pal. If that sounds familiar, then you'll know it by its other name. You've got mail. You've got mail, that's right. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Uh, this is far superior. I'm not trying to bash the other one, but this is far superior in my... <laughs> okay, in you're, my, you're totally bashing it. In my not-so-humble opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the chemistry between the two leads... Margaret Sullivan and Jimmy Stewart is fantastic. They're so much fun to be around, so much fun to see. Uh, and the side characters are really good as well that keep you interested. But it's all happening at Christmas. Uh, it's quaint. It's nice. It's old black and white. It'll make you feel, oh, nostalgic and, I don't know, fall in love again. Well, and I think, so confession, I didn't put that on my list because I was completely confident mm. that you would put it on yours. And I didn't want to sacrifice one of my choices. But I, I mean... <laughs> That definitely makes my top seven list, top oh, yay. six. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, but I think one of the things about it that's so so neat is so many of these Christmas movies it, are extremely fluffy and don't deal with kind of the harder things of life. But this, I mean, it kind of deals with some tragedy and um, some very serious situations as sure. well. There's one storyline that goes to a pretty dark place, uh, some 
I think some depression, some angst, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, I'm, um, so I'm glad in that respect that it does deal with some of that. Um, but I think, you know, for Christmas, it's also nice to keep it lighter as well. So it, it balances the two, I think comedy and tragedy pretty well. Okay, so notable omission is It's Christmas Time, Charlie Brown, or Charlie Brown Christmas, or whatever, the, sure. the classic Peanuts special. That didn't make either of our lists, even though we watch it every year. But technically, if this is a movie list, then that's a television special. So, so you think you get out of it by way of technicality. I think so, but it's great. Everybody loves it. Well, yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can get rid of that well, part. Well, yeah. Okay, so everyone loves it. Are there any that didn't... I mean, you talked about Die Hard. Die Hard didn't make your list. So are you serious about it being a Christmas movie? A good Christmas movie? I mean... Well, Die Hard? Yeah. It's happening at Christmas time. That's about the only Christmas element to it. So you don't think it belongs on Christmas movie list? I don't really, but gosh, it's just such a... It's such a good movie that, it, you know, I'll, I'll allow it, since, <laughs> since apparently I'm a judge. So kind of you. Okay, but there are some notable exclusions from our list. Um, maybe most glaringly obvious is Home National... Alone 2, Lost in New York. <laughs> no, that should not be on anyone's list. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Talk to me about this. Okay, everybody loves this movie. You and I were sheltered in our... <laughs> particular legalistic homes during the 80s. Wow. So we didn't see it until, what, three years ago? Yeah, or probably so. three or four, yeah. We've heard it oft-quoted, and when we finally watched it, we were like, huh, that was okay. Um, Much like The Karate Kid. Sure, like. Okay, sure. So when I was, you know, in 1984, The Karate Kid comes out, I watch it a few years later. I think it's the greatest thing ever invented. Uh, and then years later, I see it again. I'm like, oh, the Karate Kid, eh, kind of a product of its time. Uh, I'll still talk about how much I love it till the day I die. But if I'm being honest, it's not just, it's not the greatest movie of all time. So perhaps that is my beef with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. A lot of nostalgia for people, and maybe it was a grown-up Christmas movie when it came out, but I just didn't get behind it. So send in the hate mail. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, also, White Christmas, Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. Uh, those are some classics that didn't make it on either of our lists either. People certainly think those are classics, yes. <laughs> I'm not just crazy about those movies, but you got one. Yeah, I pick five, so if we did five, that's... I stand by my five. Yeah. Well, and once again, I don't think either of those films were necessarily part of our upbringing. True. And we are raising our children the right way, so they're not really part of our children's upbringing <laughs> either. <laughs> Too hard? Too uh, far? Uh, so, um, now that we've offended pretty much everyone, if you yes. want to let us know, agree, disagree, uh, where are we completely off base, or submit something else for our consideration for next year's list, please let us know on social media or on the blog. Thanks so much for joining us.